0: you Light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are here, touching every heart. I worship you, I worship you. Ah, the answer to it all Jesus you wipe away all tears you make who you are my god that is who you Blessed assurance,
1: Jesus is
0: mine, He's been my. submission. All is at rest. I know the author of tomorrow has ordered my steps. So this is my story. This is him that's why I trust him I sought the Lord and he heard and he answered That's why I trust in God, my Savior. trust in God, he will never fail, he will never fail, I trust in God, I trust in you God, you will never fail. You You will will never never fail. fail, I trust in God. for We worship you Lord, I exalt you Lord.
2: Praise the Lord. Thank you, John. It is nice to sit and bask in the goodness of God and the sweetness of His presence. I always enjoy the end as much as the just ushers in, brings, brings up presence in, sweet, praise the Lord. I was reading in Revelation the other day in chapter 5 and it's talking about seeing things and seals and who is able to open the the seals and it said there was no one was found to do that and the writer of book John the Revelator he says uh, he was it saddened him he was crying basically because there was no one was found and then an angel of the Lord came to him and said don't worry there is one the Lamb of God and it brought uh, that same feeling I think we're feeling now to Him thank you Father not the baby jesus the risen lord one who sits at the right hand of the father moses was a type of christ and he he was an advocate he for us for mankind He's set between God and man. He's setting between God and us this morning. The goodness of God. He would send his son to die on a cross. Take the sin of the world. I just, I'm looking around and a lot of times we think perfection is the norm, but perfection is not normal. I saw Laura yesterday and she was not perfection, but she had a, a troop of boys. Was Anna with them? Just boys. And there was like what, five of them? Four big boys. And, and one of them goes, "Who's that big, guy, tall guy talking to her? You know, kind of her protector." But biggest one of the bunch, I think. He was. He wanted to make sure I was straight. Yeah. God. Yeah. Following along. Little dogs. Little puppies. Here she comes. I think things like that have more to do with who God is than what times we see in church. I think God sees it as righteousness, something that can be uh, attributed to your life, what, what God wants us to be like. They, they see more of Christ in you than they probably see anywhere else. And I think it makes a difference. I was... I think we'll be taken aback a little bit to see exactly what was... Considered righteousness, or in, that was contributed to you, what really matters. And what. I uh, had the opportunity, I really don't like doing funerals, but uh, a few years back, the guy I grew up with, uh, his mom had died. And she had asked if I would do a funeral. And I said I would be honored to do her funeral. I never went to church with her. I did go to church. Her granddaughter came to church for a little bit. And the reason for that was because her grandma had taken the time to take her to church as a little girl. Her daddy, I don't think had ever darkened this church door. Never. And so I told him I, I would be glad to. But the, I spoke on the things like taking daughter, granddaughter to church. And I told him that was righteousness being added to her. And my final deal in that was, Well done, Mary, well done. And I I think if we'll get a hold of that, we'll be all right. Well done. Not perfection, like Rusty. No. Not perfection. No. Not perfection. Real honest good let it be accounted to you for those kinds of things God spoke to the Israelites in Deuteronomy it says I will never leave you nor forsake you. And one of the reasons it's like that is because Jesus is our advocate. He's the one that says they can come I can open the seals. I can open the book because of what I've done and who I am. I am the Lamb of God. Amen. So anyway, I'm not preaching this morning, so... I do I do like it I do like being in the presence of God and I like being in the presence of real people real people I We had gone to eat, I think, somewhere one time. This group of church people comes in. And they're still some of them still wearing their tags. And one of them's tag was head usher. Oh, that was my kin, folks. Right? I mean, think about it. I'm the head usher. Somebody. I don't think there's any thing in that that brings that Brings us to a place of righteousness, head usher. I'm not saying there's something, there's nothing wrong with being an usher. I've been an usher. Title to guilt. Head's Ed, wearing suit and tie. My goodness. Head usher. You're real. No pomp or <laughs> circumstance here. Praise God.
3: The only thing that really occurred to me today was, um, the position of Christ, as we were singing the last song, um, and as Jack mentioned Revelation, I was thinking of the new heaven and the new earth, and where we stand with Christ now today. You know, we don't. We thank Christ for everything that He did, but what He did gave us direct access, access to the Father. So we don't go through Mary. We don't go through Christ we go through directly to the father because of the works that Christ did and because of what Jesus did and continues to do because his position now is one of an advocate so he is he is the one he's the one that actually stops the accuser and says eh, eh, eh. nothing gets past so the father the reason we get to breathe this rarefied air is because we're standing in the presence of the father and because of what Christ has done to rarefy the air, And the reason we get to acknowledge that is because of his Holy Spirit's presence in us. And we can recognize the work of the, of the triune God. The completeness, the fullness of everything that he's done for us. So I think about that and I think about the new heaven and the new earth which is our hope. And our delight and our joy. And that we're all coming into the new heaven and the new earth. I drive by people every day. And I talk to people pretty much every day. And there's some really good people out there. But they don't know them. I mean, really good people, but they don't know them. And my desire in my heart is that they could come and just sit in the presence of what happened this morning and not have anybody preach at them, not have anybody yammer at them, not have anybody, you know, I delight in the words that Jack gives, and I said this to Jack and Kay long ago, because I'm really blessed. I love Jack's teaching. I love the way he preaches, I love what he says. It's simple. It's straightforward. It's to the point. It's to the heart of God. And that's what it needs to be because people need to breathe in the presence of the rarefied air and let that be a witness to them and make up their own mind. And I think... feel like we're in a balloon and it's about to pop outside the walls. You know, there's a balloon inside this building and it's about to go, and it's going to be outside the walls and start to expand and bring people in. I don't know how else to explain it. It's it's. This is a really weird season that we're in as a group. You know, it's... Um, I was so grateful this morning. I woke up and just had a peaceful morning. and Didn't really do much of anything, but just had peace. And just now I'm thinking, I don't know how many people can say that. I woke up and had a morning of peace. There's not many places or people out there that can tell you they had a morning of peace in this day and age. And I... I'm stuck because I don't.
0: <laughs>
3: they couldn't because he, what's his face went late. So they were mad. They're both mad at him. So it was consensus. Oh, no. it was. <laughs> uh, awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if anybody else feels that way. Like we're just in this really weird space right now. I know more is coming. I know it's not just some benign feeling that I'm having, that I'm hoping for, that I a desire would happen. I know God is about to do something and about to move. I just, it's a weird space. But I'm enjoying the weirdness of the space right now. (laughs)
4: I think that, you know, what God just everywhere is that he's making a way. And by faith we're going to find it, right? But it's just those steps every day towards whatever the Jordan or the Red Sea or whichever river that he's going to part for us, right? Because it was the Red Sea first and then it was Jordan second to go into the Promised Land but i don't think we're going into the wilderness i think we're going into the promised land i think that our our wandering days are over and it's just a matter of but like you said the the time of waiting is over right and so just us looking for the you know and doing whatever god says however strange you know it might be of like step here and point the weird staff that you have here and and then but I think that's what we're anticipating, I think that that's what we're waiting for that, that opening of that portal that they were talking about and that those just miraculous deliverances those angels fighting on our behalf um, that it's coming and I think that's what we're all anticipating and that Holy Spirit is just showing up in even more tangible ways, I feel like, too, that he's just comforting us, but bolstering our faith because we're going to really need it in this season to come.
2: going into the promises of God that's the work of the Holy Spirit in my opinion most people don't agree with this but uh, the crossing of the Red Sea and the crossing of the Jordan are two different kinds of crossings and to give one to the promises of God it was Joseph uh, not Joseph. Joshua was a type of the Holy Spirit, not a type of Christ. We already had that in Moses. In Ephesians, it's, it says the only way that we can really know God is through the Holy Spirit. So, what you're saying. That's very true. The only way you can really know God is have Holy Spirit teach you, show you, tell you. Anyway.
5: Thank you. I think that word that uh, Sean gave us two, three weeks ago has resonated in all of us because we've been waiting for a long time. We've been persevering. We've been standing. Having done all, we stood. And... But... for every... word from the Lord, there will come a challenge to it. And... um, just I just know several circumstances in our small group that um, the time of waiting is done but yet we're we, there is a gate for us to go through and we have spoken to that gate and we have commanded it to open <clears throat> and the enemy sets entanglements to try to keep us get our focus off of going through that gate i guess is what i'm i'm seeing or trying to say just you know for us when that word was spoken Shortly thereafter, we put in an offer on a, a property in Eufaula, didn't get it, and my truck is seriously ill, <laughs> needs a new transmission. Um, my stove doesn't work anymore. Well, I mean there's a leak in the gas, so all the gas is leaked out. Um, you know, things that you could think, well, that that word's not true at all. I mean, here I am still trying to... But it's just diversions. That's all it is. It's just diversions. It's Linda is needing... An appointment for a colonoscopy, which they have found out they don't do in this town anymore. Nor do they do them in Muskogee. So she has this test result that is potentially negative, and she needs to get this done, and it's just a distraction, John. Just an just a entanglement. And we're going to pray and see a breakthrough there. The truck is going to be fixed. The gas line is going to be fixed. Y'all's car is going to be fixed. Whatever entanglements have come your way are going to be untangled. Because the time for waiting is over. And and the, the thing that We need to remember in the midst of all this is that we need to keep declaring what the word of the Lord is. The time for waiting is done. I have a friend whose daughter has been involved in uh, getting a divorce for three years. I mean, it has been one of the nastiest things I've ever heard of. And she is serving God. She, she's, she's not done anything wrong. But yet she is still being drugged in front of a judge and having to pay an attorney um, and has been told the goal is to impoverish her. And I shared with her mother what that word was. The time for waiting is done. And so they had a court hearing scheduled and it looked like it might be the last one. No, it got canceled and pushed back. And her mother was just like, ah. Oh. I said, remember, you've got to decree. You declare the time of waiting is done. In fact, I just decree that over Leah's situation now. The time for waiting is done. In Jesus' name, the time for waiting is done. I decree that on Linda's behalf, the time for waiting is done. I decree an appointment for the test that she needs, will open up in a time that is favorable to her. I decree a new transmission for Betty, which is my truck's name. (laughs) Absolutely. a new transmission (laughs) for her, and a new gas line or whatever is needed for the stove, for the cook stove, Um, and whatever is needed for Laura's car, engine, motor, whatever. And the same for Sean and Dana, whatever their needs are, whatever they have been waiting on. I decree the time for waiting is done. And Lord, I thank you that, that throughout your word, you move suddenly when your people have stood and waited and been obedient Then you move breathtakingly quick. And so, Lord, we are expecting to see you move in a way that just takes our breath away. And we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
4: kind of gave me a different perspective this morning as I was thinking about like what's been going on with our finances and I felt like he was just saying like I've kind of brought you to your worst fears to show that I'm bigger and that there's nothing to fear there so that you can move forward with even greater faith you know without any of those fears because I've already shown that it's not anything Um, So, you know, it was just that different shift in perspective of, like, you know, that fear of, like, what if we don't have enough? What if we can't? Well, we've been negative the last month and a half in our checking account about every other week, you know? So, and we've still paid all of our bills, and we haven't been late on anything, and everything's still running, and our car is getting fixed, even with a negative checking account with nothing in savings. Like... Doing absolutely uh, on the surface like absolute irresponsible adults, you know what I mean. Um, but knowing we're doing everything that we possibly can, um, but it's one of those snares, and we're not going to believe what is here. We're going to believe what God said, and we don't have to fear it anymore. It's already we've already walked through that right wilderness. He, faithful. he is faithful.
3: Mm-hmm. I just want to back that up because as we were sitting here, God was showing me a vision. I'm going, what? Cecil B. DeMille, Ten Commandments. Okay. The bronze calf has been made. Moses comes back down the hill. And there are some things that Cecil B. DeMille did that were just, he, he there's there's certain things he captured the heart of what needed to be shown to the people. Some of it is just religious, but some of it is just so much the heart of God. And there's this actress the young lady that was thrown up on the back of the calf, of the bronze calf in the movie, if you remember. And and they're going to sacrifice her to this God. And then Moses comes down the mountain, and it's Aaron's daughter. And he calls out, those who are with me come to me, and those who are not, prepare. And she runs, and Aaron runs, and they're at the foot of the mountain. And the look on this actress's face is this look of absolute terror, horror, and joy all mixed in one. If you just watch that part of the movie, if you ever get a chance to, it's the coolest thing. And then the ground opens up and swallows all of the enemies. I mean, they are gone. And there's this look on this, this actress pulls it off so well. There's this look of fear, delight, panic, all mixed together. And I think sometimes we forget so that's what I was seeing when you were saying, "We've gone through it. We understand what the terror is. we understand what the fear is. We don't let it embrace us anymore. We just look at it, say, "I recognize you and choose to embrace the joy." right? Yeah
2: Amen: if Nothing else you're going to do.) <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that I can do because there's a script so therefore alright as we have given back to the Lord a portion of what he has given us we declare that he teaches us to profit and leads us in the way we should go the Lord gives us power to make wealth and supplies all our needs according to his riches and glory we bless Israel and pray for the peace of Jerusalem as he blesses us his way becomes known on the earth his salvation amongst all nations lord we are believing you for jobs better jobs raises and bonuses debts paid off and transfer of wealth prosperous businesses our vats filled with oil and our coffers with gold expenses decreased blessings increased heavens opened earth invaded signs wonders and miracles and angelic visitations Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, thank you for more than enough so we can give into your kingdom, co-labor with heaven, and see Jesus get his full reward. Amen.